Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We're in uncharted waters as New London has advanced to the state championship game. I've got sports director Scotty Melvin and Southeast Iowa Union's Andy Kretzinger on the line with us. The game has just ended. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. What's up, guys? All right. Well, Scott, real quick, uh, uh, let's just talk about this 16-to-1 fourth inning mercy, have mercy rule game. Well, a few times I've seen New London play, and I was a little irritated because I was having some pretty sketchy streaming on my phone to try to watch this thing tonight. But uh, it, it seemed like every time I had to refresh or reload, they'd scored more runs. And this is what, what I've seen from them uh, this year is just jumping on teams early, stellar pitching, no matter who's on the mound, and, and burying teams early and getting the job done and getting out of there. Well, Andy, uh, what did you think of Homer or, or, or Bailey's uh, performance there? Uh, I thought that's good. You know what? He's If you're going to score a lot of runs, you want a guy that you're not worried that he's going to walk. A guy that you're not worried with that Bailey that he's going to go wild. He, he pounded the strike zone. It was almost, in fact, I think takeaway from that, well, I guess he, he allowed a hit and uh, a hit by pitcher. That would have been a four-inning uh, perfect game <laughs> for him. Uh, he just did a great job out there. Um, obviously, he had tons and tons of run support. Uh, but, uh, you know, he could have uh, if Newman would have, you know, scored a few runs here and there, you know, they could at least still be playing, and, and Seth made sure that didn't happen. Well, Scotty, just let me ask this. What does this mean for Southeast Iowa? Well, I've been here for, oh, gosh, a long time. I've been uh, all over in Southeast Iowa since the mid-late 90s, and we get some teams to state in sports. Uh, we don't get champions a lot. I remember New London winning one in football not too long ago. Um, but it seems like just the rest of the state gets, uh, especially when we're talking near the cities, gets all of the uh, the accolades and all the attention. And so this means a lot for, for us to have a, a team advance here in the summer in baseball to the state championship. Well, Andy, let me ask you just about this relentless hitting. It was just, there was so much hitting. When the balls were in the strike zone, they were hitting, you know. And when they weren't in the strike zone, the guys were taking their bases. But uh, – Let's go over the the, the the 16-run performance here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, and you, and you mentioned it. You know, New London did a great job against Cam the other day of, of taking walks as well. But against Cam, they scored 12, but a, a lot of it was walked and hit by pitches and stuff like that. Today, any time the, the ball was in the strike zone, it was hammered. And uh, they hit the ball hard over and over and over again. Um, they knocked out uh, Newman Catholic's uh, starting pitcher um, in what the – that was the first – second inning i guess um when, when that kid uh, got knocked out and that elijah brinkley was seven and one with a 1.64 era coming into tonight and they just teed off on him i thought uh, they looked aggressive you know they, they did a good job of, of taking their the balls but then being aggressive when um when they needed to be carter allen had a huge game i i don't know what the official score will be on on um he crushed one uh, that brought in two, he crushed it to center field, but probably would have been a home run at a lot of parks if they played it in the regular season. And I think that they called it a two-run double. I thought they'd give the center fielder an error on that. But if that sticks as a double, that means Carter Allen went three for four with two doubles and four RBIs, which is a monster Tate State tournament game. Uh, Tucker Giver had two RBIs. Ryan Ritchie knocked two in. Uh, Cooper Schulte knocked two in. He didn't even get a hit, and he still knocked two in. Um, jo- Joshua Catala scored a, a couple more runs. 
man, Derek Santiago and, and Tucker Gibber both scored three runs. The, the stats that they're putting up, you know, they, they come out that all-tournament team at the end of the thing. And I, given how this 1A tournament has gone, I can it's got to be like 96% kids from New London and Remsen St. Mary's when that comes out at the end of the tournament. Well, Scotty Melvin, let me look. Uh, you know, earlier in the playoffs, uh, I remember – some close games with New London. Uh, Pekin, I think, was five to one, five to two, or something. Uh, doesn't that say something for how strong the the teams were here in Southeast Iowa to be able to play with New London? You know, uh, and when they get into the sub state and the state, they're just they're just pounding people. Yeah, they are, and I think it does speak well for the for the area here in baseball. And I know some of the other sports. It seems like. Uh, We've got our great teams around here, and you never know how you stack up until you start playing into the postseason. And sometimes we kind of get shocked by how good another another school or some of the other schools are. And that's not been the case in baseball. I, I feel like uh, New London's best competition, from what I've seen, has come from right here in this corner. And the further they advance into this tournament, uh, they're shellacking teams worse every round. <laughs> so it's kind of a, an exciting and, and crazy, awesome thing to watch. Well, uh, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the team right now, but uh, New London's opponent tonight, Andy, uh, uh, they had an excellent record, but I'm not sure they played any anyone as tough as this all year long. Yeah, well, it's, well, the, it's interesting because, you know, Newman Catholic, that's a, you know, those private schools usually have pretty stacked schedules. And, um, you know, they struggled a little bit with Lisbon the other day. Um, but, I mean, let's see, they've, 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 I mean, shut down pretty much any team. They shut down um, Dyke New Hartford 10-0. Dyke New Hartford was a state tournament team this year. They were beating teams 21-4, 17-0. And um, they played Bishop Garrigan as a good team. Um, Osage is a good team. They made the sub-state final. Um, they played uh, – the last time they lost was against Dowling Catholic, which, of course, is a 4A school, and they lost 10-5. to Um so they've played some pretty good teams, but tonight it just seemed like I mean New London was in a totally different, uh, a, a totally different playing field. Um, and the stat that sticks out to me is, is when you guys speak of Southeast Iowa, you know, um, New London's closest game was that Pekin game, and then the five-zero win over Notre Dame. They only scored those five runs in one inning, so they only scored in one inning against Notre Dame. But at the state tournament, they have not had an inning that they haven't scored every single. Time that New London's been at, up to uh, up at bat, they've scored at least one run, which I don't know when the last time that would have happened. I'll, you'd have to probably go a long time before you could figure out a team that scored in every single run, inning in the first two games of the state tournament. Well, uh, Andy, it all starts out with this Kahada or Tahada. How do you yeah, pronounce the leadoff mm-hmm. guy? Mm-hmm. He's he's just always getting on base and scoring. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. he sets the tone every single time. Uh, what kind of a tournament is this guy having? Yeah, he, he's having a crazy good tournament. You know, um, he gets pumped. And you know what? Last year, um, Katala and then Tucker Gibber, their their four hitter, who also had a nice nice night. Those two really hit the ball well last year, even in that loss and that uh, I think it was a four three loss to Key when they were up here. So those two have really showed up. I mean, um, Joshua Katala has just gotten better and better. He's been playing, um, I think, what since his freshman year for for New London, um, and he just he gets on base. He doesn't even steal that often, but you saw him steal base today. There's there's no chance they were gonna throw him out. He's such a good, he's so good at taking pitches and taking his walks. 
um, you know, and, and coming around to score. And he's actually one of my favorite. He's just a super nice kid. So he's one of my favorite kids that even even go to the schools that we cover. And he had a little bit of an injury even in, in track season. Um, when they won that state track tournament, he had to scratch an event because uh, because of an injury. And he was a little worried about baseball season, but he looks pretty healthy right now. And, and I couldn't imagine him not making that state tournament team because or that all-tournament team because he's been every single time he gets up, it seems like he's getting on and then coming around and scoring. Well, Scott, let me talk to you a little bit about the defense here. Uh, every time uh, – what was the name of the team they played? Newman Catholic. Newman Catholic. Okay. Every time Newman Catholic made a uh, an error, it seemed to it just seemed to the pressure just seemed to double. You know what I mean? And then one error would lead to another error to another error. You know what I mean? And the pressure would just build and build and build. But when New London would make an would make an error or or just uh, maybe not even throw, you know, just realize it was time to eat the ball and not throw it over there. There just seemed to be like a calm presence. What do you think of that, Scott? Yeah, something I've noticed uh, in the tournament with Mid Prairie as well. Um, we're talking about teenage kids here, and some of it's the kids, but some of it's coaching. And, and you can't knock Mason City Newman's uh, coaching because these guys have won some state tournaments. They've been to the state tournament. I think they said what twenty something times in the history of their school in baseball. So, uh, but what I noticed about New London and Mid Prairie as well, they they don't let it get in their head when they when they do have the the occasional error. Whereas the other schools I've been noticing there's a lot of uh, pressure mounting and it seems like teams that allow those errors to get to them they they tighten up a little bit and sometimes it snowballs on them and you saw that today um, and it really snowballed on on Newman quick and New London knows how to put the uh, the pedal down and really make you pay for that kind of stuff and they were on full display today with that yeah uh well let's Scott one more question for you here about the this New London's attitude they just came here to win didn't they I think so. I think, um, and I didn't get to follow the, the baseball like I did this year last summer, but I think this team's had high expectations for a while. And these kids, you know, you talked to their coach earlier, they've, they've been playing together, some of them for five years now, or probably longer if you go back to the youth sports or whatever. But there's, a, there's quite a chemistry there. And, and, uh, I, you know, as far as small school sports go, I'm not sure if I've seen anything quite like these kids. And I sure hope they can keep it rolling one more time and, and bring home that trophy. Well, Andy, let's, let's, let's move on to, to the games tomorrow and Friday. Uh, t- talk about uh, Mid Prairie. What's their matchup? What time's this game? And, uh, uh, you know, what, what's the keys there? And then we'll talk about uh, who New London's going to play in this championship game Friday at noon. For sure, I'm gonna rattle those off quick because I'm getting uh, I'm getting I'm getting to talk to a New London head coach here pretty soon. And I got a call from the wife, so I'm gonna rattle them both off for you here. So Mid Prairie tomorrow plays um, Estherville Lincoln Central, who who beat I-35 5-1 yesterday. There, I mean they're the two seed. Estherville is one of the honestly the two A two A games have been really really close, and Estherville had one of the strongest performances. You know, beating I-35 five to one. So I don't know who's gonna pitch for Mid Prairie tomorrow. Um, they they can't throw Colin Miller because of pitch count. They, Carson Grout is hurt. So those are their two guys. If Carson Grout can play, he just can't play the field or pitch right now. Um, so those are the two top guys. You know, uh, Kane Brown had a, a good showing in relief yesterday. Um, I think that Alex Dean hasn't pitched really. He, he, he was one of their guys last year, but he hasn't pitched much this year. I think he's had a little injury too, I believe. But um, so who knows who they're going to throw out. They might have to throw out a, a young kid like Brady Weber. Um, 
he's been one of their top pitchers this year. It'll be really interesting to see what Mid-Prairie does with their arms. I'm sure Esterville Lincoln Central has um, plenty uh, in the tank as far as arms, because I think they only had to use one guy against I-35. And that game tomorrow is at 4.30. Um, and so that's the first semifinal. Uh, and then if, if they were to win, you could watch the next one to see who they play out of uh, those next two teams, which is Van Meter and um, I'm losing the other the other team that's in there, Beckman Catholic. Um, and then New London will play against um, Remsen St. Mary's, and that is the ultimate clash of the Titans because <laughs> New so Remsen St. Mary's has, has played two games just like New London in the state tournament. They have outscored their opponents sixteen to zero. They haven't got given up a run, and they've dominated both both games. And New London has now outscored their two opponents twenty eight to four. So that's a, a, a crazy you know stat that both teams have just crushed both games, and it's like two trains going at each other on on Friday or on yeah on Friday at noon. That'll be the championship. So and then if Midbury wins on Thursday. Then they will they will turn around and play right after New London, so we could have the potential of New London and Mid Prairie playing back to back on the same field. Uh, we'll have a reporter going up there, Hunter Muller. So hopefully we get a, a two for one up there. Now, what about Santiago? Is he good to go? Can he pitch this whole game? Yeah, I believe so. Let me. I'll have to uh, triple check, but it's um, they played on New London played on Monday and this is Friday. So that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm gonna have to double check because. I think that in previous state tournaments, that's how it usually goes, is you pitch game one and game three. He's a senior. I'm almost positive that he can go on. It would actually be better for New New London, probably. As good as uh, Santiago is, um, New London's pitching is so deep that I would almost think it'd be better for them to go than if it was their number three pitcher versus um, the number three pitcher uh, of Rims and St. Mary's, because Rims and St. Mary's has used their top two guys, too, so... But I think honestly, New has probably got the advantage pitching either way because Santiago's. I would I would think he's probably the guy that of all the pitchers over there right now in Carroll that I wouldn't want to go against. He's just nasty. Well, uh, I, so. I bet I bet Bailey's got some pitches left because he didn't pitch that many, just four innings tonight. Yeah, I was actually going to check that. Well, the thing is, it's only two days of rest. Um, let's see if I can check the box score to see how many he threw. You know, and I was kind of wondering. Um, well, I don't see a pitch, uh, a total pitch count on the on the um, live stats here. But I was wondering if they might think about pulling him out to save pitch count just in case, you know. And then they just have everyone. But I mean, they haven't used Cooper Schulte's one of the most dominating pitchers in the in Class One A, and he hasn't even saw the mound yet, you know. So and you saw what what Joshua Catala was able to do. So new one, new one has so many arms. They're, I mean, they're pretty much fully stocked as far as all their weapons are ready to go. But they're going against a team that's in the same situation. So that'll be, as I said, that's, that's the real clash of the Titans when two teams have dominated like those two have, and uh, and, uh, and they'll finally go at it. Well, Scotty Melvin, uh, are you dancing in the cornfields tonight or what? Well, uh, there's a lot of corn around the little town of Crawfordsville. I'm in the backyard, though, enjoying this uh, beautiful Saturday evening after an exciting night of, of uh, Southeast Iowa baseball headed to the state championship. Well, does either one of you got anything left to say, or can I just let you? Let, or should we just we just uh, end it right now and let the champagne start popping? <laughs> I'm ready to pop some champagne. We're getting closer to the weekend, and hopefully, a couple of uh, trophies coming back to our area. Yeah, uh, that's true. It's 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 time to to figure out what, how you're going to be watching this game on Friday. If anyone out there is working. 
you know, if you go in on, if you, you go in tomorrow and develop a cough, then maybe they'll lay you off on Friday uh, or take a long lunch break or something. Well, Andy, you tell Coach, me and Scotty are proud of him. I will. All right. Well, this is Round Guy Radio. We want to thank uh, Helmuth Ford of uh, Sigourney, Iowa, for bringing all this to us, this whole playoff action. He sponsored the whole uh, the whole tournament. And uh, I want to thank you guys. You've been, you know, a great resource for us to go back to and back to and back to. But uh, Great game, great win, 16 to 1, four inning, 15 run, have mercy rule after four innings, and New London is going to the state tournament. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll keep you up to date as what's going on.